What's up, ladies? Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman podcast, where we seek to restore women with God's truth for their everyday lives. I'm Tashiba Oliver. And I'm Leah Ross, and we're your hosts. This season, we've got some exciting things in store. So join us as we study God's word, celebrate women living faithfully on mission, and dive into cultural issues through a biblical lens. You ready, Tashiba? Girl, yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's, let's go. go. Hey, ladies, and welcome to the Urban Christian Woman podcast. We are so delighted, Leah and I, today to continue our conversation on spiritual formation. And our hope with this podcast series is that it would give you some framing, some grounding, some rooting as you go forward into 2024, that as you take a break during this Christmas season, that you would pause that you would be still and that you would be able to work through some of the things that the Holy Spirit is speaking, is doing in your life. And so we wanted to help give some some framing to that. Um, For some of us, we've grown up in uh, Christian traditions that don't actually engage the spiritual practices um, of the Christian spiritual formated life. And so today it is our delight to have Mrs. Donna McIntosh. Mrs. Donna is right here with us in Cleveland, Ohio. And I'm just going to give you a little rundown on who she is. Ms. Donna is married to Albert McIntosh and they have been married for 38 years. Together, they have three adult sons, Daniel, Joseph, and Samuel. Ooh, them Bible names, the Bible names. <laughs> Solid Bible names. Solid Bible names, okay? We needed all the help we could get, I'm just saying. <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> yes, Lord. The McIntoshes founded and own Hope Behavioral Health. It's a multi-site group private practice with seven offices through Northeast Ohio. Donna is the Director of Spiritual Care for Hope Behavioral Health Practice, and the focus of Hope Behavioral Health is to provide culturally competent, spiritually sensitive, trauma-informed services to improve and strengthen the lives of individuals and families. Somebody say, glory be to God. I mean, just play a a three organ on on that very (laughs) mission, okay? Ms. Donna, it is such a blessing to have you here um, with us on the podcast today. What a treat. We have been trying to sort of connect these dots for you to be to, to talk to women. And today we're having a conversation on stillness and hearing the voice of God. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and the work that you do as a spiritual director for women who are like, what is a spiritual director? What is that? <laughs> well, first, um, I um, I was introduced to Jesus when I was on my 18th birthday, and I've been walking with him since since that time. And um, like you said, I've been married for I'm a wife and a mother, um, and I recently gained one daughter in love. I call her call my daughter in in laws daughters in love Mm, congrats Um, congrats yes thank you and uh, also I'm an artist I've done portraits for 20 years while I was a stay-at-home mom and um 
that theme of of observing people and being at home and seeing my kids come in to the house and them not even speaking and knowing, you know, what's up? What was your day like? What happened? Uh, all led me into chaplaincy. And, uh, and from chaplaincy, uh, finishing my formal education in seminary, I was introduced to spiritual direction. And as a simple, a simple um, uh, uh, explanation of spiritual direction is basically I listen with you for God speaking to you and listening to what your response is to to God talking to you um, and having a artist background i i always visualize walking with someone on their path and noticing um uh, what's happening in in their lives and and that's how i was trained and most spiritual directors spiritual directors are not um counselors we're not um coaches we're we're not even disciplers we are companions with you uh, because when you get counseling if you see a a licensed counselor they have to give a diagnosis and uh, spiritual direct directors are not um, we're not looking for a problem we're not looking to solve a problem I'm listening to uh, what God is saying in uh, in our meetings together. So um, the main focus of a spiritual direction relationship is to deepen your walk with, with God. Hey ladies, I gotta put you onto something for this holiday season, Foray Jewelry. It's not just jewelry, it's a whole vibe kingdom and ethical straight out of St. Louis. I love that the organization empowers refugee women with skills and work that they can do in the office or at home. It's like wearable art with a backstory that hits you right in the heart. All of their jewelry is handmade by refugee women. I grabbed the journey ring, the brass collar, and the Zoom Zoom earrings because I'm more of a minimalist kind of black woman. But Leah, what'd you grab? Girl, I got the Indra Staple Threader Gold Earrings and the Asmara Hammered Loop Earrings in brass because me, I'm a textured and statement gal through and through. And ladies, right now until December 31st, Foray is giving you a blessing with a 15% off discount code. When you purchase, just put in TUCW as the promo code and you are good to go. Give back while getting decked out and check them out, ladies, at foray.org. That's F-O-R-A-I.org. Our style, their story. So, Miss Donna, where do we find this, this theme of stillness and hearing the voice of God in Scripture? Well, the first, the first portion of Scripture that I think of when I think of that is uh, Psalm 4610, mm. uh, be still 
and know I am God and know that I'm God. And in the context of that chapter, it begins with God is our refuge and never present help in trouble. Mm -hmm. And it talks about all the ways the world can be uh, in turmoil and things be crazy. But then it says, you know, God is God is with us. Mm-hmm. And and then it goes back into the same thing. And then it ends with God. God, God is our strength. God is with us. Mm-hmm. So um, that is the main place that, that I focused focus on because I looked up the places of stillness in the Bible. And one of the things about stillness in that particular verse is it talks about a letting go, a falling, a ceasing. Mm-hmm. And being still, when I was practicing uh, being still with my, in a, my spiritual direction space, I noticed for God showed me that I was being still, but I was holding stuff Mm. like, you know, you can be carrying books through, you know, the hallway or something and someone tells you to be still and you're still holding your books or, you know, that children's uh, uh, game we played red light, green light. Mm-hmm. And you run for it as fast as you can, and then you're still, but you you're still like trying not to be move, and mm-hmm. there's a tension there. But this stillness is stopping and relinquishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that is so valuable yeah. for the right now mm-hmm. because. I I sense right now like the just and particularly in the season of like coming to the end of the year like so much is flowing through your mind preparation for the holidays or um anticipation even resolutions for the new yeah. year so mm-hmm. I think in that posture there is often so much that we are carrying that we are holding maybe it's regrets about last year maybe it's hopes for the new year maybe it's anxiety about what will what will come in yeah. in 2024. Mm-hmm. And so that is really really valuable what you're saying of like not only stillness but letting go. Um yeah. and listening yeah. to what God is saying in response to um you know when he says be still and know like it's like what are what are we knowing? What are we knowing? We're knowing that he is God and that he's with us. And um Nothing, Miss Donna. I feel like in this stretch of between now and the end of the year, he's, he's, he's encouraging us to slow down, right? Nope. No, it's, it's, it's like, you like to go out, done. buy more, shop more, be more, you know, gather more, and all this stuff, yeah. and cook more, and and um, do more, you know. Yeah. And Have so, it together, so, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and even when those are good things, I think um, I would love to to just throw this question out to you. How do we as women like cultivate this space for practicing silence? You know, we're we're always bombarded with noise. We always have a gathering, a, you know, our devices are buzzing in our pockets or purses or whatever. Um, and yet 
you're talking about a practice that goes all the way back to even the fourth and fifth century. And so when we look at the legacy that we come from of stillness and being with God, as women have done historically in the present time that we're in, of all the noise and all the busyness, how do we practice cultivating silence with God? What would you, what would, how would you encourage women to that? Well, in that uh, fourth century, when individuals sought, sought God, um, sought guidance from Christians who had renounced the ways of the world, and they went out into the desert to be more focused on God. I think um, to the perception of what silence and stillness is, is that we have to think um, we we start with letting go, mm-hmm. recognizing that um, there is a need to let go. And I think even when we recognize that there's the need to let go, that's already God tugging at our heart. Mm-hmm. If you if you feel the need to do that, that's already God knocking on your door. Like Revelations 3.20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Even there's there's a portion that is is our thing to do. But we have to recognize that God is already there mm-hmm. and wants to wants to help help us and is inviting us into this relationship. So when we open the door, when He's knocking, He we're inviting Him into our lives, and so then we make space for Him. Right when we enter, when we allow him to come in we we recognize oh i i sense the the need to be quiet to be still mm. that's already god you're already responding to what god is saying uh tugging at your heart and so um we can cultivate space for him like practically how can we make space for for God? Um, I had this really, uh, I saw a, a quote and part of it said it's, it's the fertile ground for intimacy with God. Mm. And that's about perception, how we perceive silence. Um, and I also think perceiving silence as a way, uh, an act of resistance, resistance to being conformed to the the thinking of this world, mm-hmm. uh, a time of taking a fast or taking a break to be recalibrated mm. uh, to, to how, what God calls us uh, to be. Because uh, sometimes, well, a lot of times this world kind of dehumanizes us because it's not natural to keep, keep working, keep, keep doing, keep, mm-hmm. you know, running on this treadmill. Um, yeah. And it, it kind of numbs us to what we're feeling 
or we push down what we're feeling in order to hold up an image Mm -hmm. or to keep going. Like I can't stop to recognize how I'm feeling because it'll be too much. So uh, I would say number one is um, seeing it as a place of to be intimate with God and a place of resistance to be resistant to um, what the world is calling us to do. And I think also um, uh, to be aware that you may avoid resistance or you may be, um, you may avoid or be a resistant to silence mm-hmm. and to stillness, recognizing yeah. that yeah. is going to be, that's going to be part of learning to um, uh, cultivate it. And practically cultivating it takes, you just have to start practicing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, may, and maybe even starting, starting small. Um, yeah. yeah. So that it's not, because I think when you said that um, many of us may be resistant to silence, I think that, I identify with a particular time in my life when the idea of silence was threatening, right? Because I did not feel comfortable alone with my own thoughts mm-hmm. because they were condemning or because they were worrisome or whatever. So um, what would you say to the woman who is in that place, who feels threatened by the thought of silence because she doesn't know what will meet her in that silence? The best thing to do is to embrace it, not mm-hmm. run away from it, uh, not run away from your own resistance or uh, take that into your time with God. Mm-hmm. Um, the best thing that we can do with God is be honest about where we are. Because God invites us to be who we are, where we are. And you don't have to get yourself like, okay, I, you have to get yourself in a such certain state to be with God. You can bring your, um, and if you don't know why, like you identified what, why you were avoiding or why you were resistant, but people may not know where that's coming from. Mm-hmm. And well, sit. and a lot of that is, was through reflection too. I can't say that I knew that in the moment. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that's true. A lot of folks don't aren't fully sure why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage uh, anyone to take that resistance, that feeling into your time of silence and I want to be real practical about this because it's yeah. like, oh yeah, just practice silence. I was like, whoa, <laughs> what? How do I do that? And I don't want to say, coach sit. me up, Miss Donna. Coach <laughs> me up. I mean, <laughs> you got to help me out here. Coach me up, Miss Donna. Tell me specifically what I need to do. Well, yeah. if mm-hmm. you learn anything, like when you're learning a sport, learning how to ride a bike, um, learning how to swim. What do you have to do practically? Mm-hmm. You have to practice. practice. You got to practice. Yeah. 
You got to practice. practice. So one thing you would have to do is when you practice anything, you have to carve out time. Mm -hmm. You have to set aside time, whatever you want to call it. I, I've adopted the saying, I'm making space for God. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think another thing you have to do um, uh, that helps you enter into to silence is you have to find a place. You always find a place to practice, right? You go to the gym or you go to the pool or you go uh, and practicing silence. It's a good uh, a good idea to find a place where it helps helps you enter into that space to be quiet. Um, I love to sit by my window or in a favorite chair, or if there's just a certain spot in your house where there's, you could light a candle, or if you have a favorite picture, I'm a visual artist, so I like to have things around me anything that helps you be um, uh, in a, puts you in a place of restfulness. Also, you know, in our busy lives, a lot of us spend time in the car. So um, maybe in your car, mm-hmm. um, I like to be outside. I feel closer to God when I'm outside. Um you know, everybody knows what that place is or can find. Um, maybe you have to practice where that that space is, where you helps you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then um, also the uh, a real practical thing is the length of time. It's like, okay, you're going to be quiet. I can't do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the thoughts are going to come um, uh, uh, phones are going to ring whatever you got to turn your phone off uh, you got to um, uh, you've got to um, set a timer uh, that was something that was introduced to me. Mm. When you set a timer, uh, you can, because you'll clock watch, like, okay, how many minutes has it been? But if you set a timer. <laughs> if That's you how my kids a, do their lessons. They're like, how many minutes? How many minutes? Yeah, but if you set no, a just timer. Just keep going until the timer goes off. Yeah. Yeah. So you can relax and let it go. You can let go of of uh, a timer, um, of the time watching the clock. Um, And then sometimes when the thoughts come in or something you're ruminating over and you just can't redirect yourself with, what I do is I say, I'm here, Jesus. Help me to focus on you. Mm -hmm. Those are some real practical uh, things that um, that that you can you can do. Ladies, if you're enjoying the ministry and content of the Urban Christian Woman, would you take a minute to write a review and give us a rating on iTunes? Our goal is to get truth into the hands of urban women. 
You can help us by leaving even a one sentence review and some stars. This simple act will help increase our visibility for more women to find this podcast and resources to help equip them in their everyday lives. So girl, what you waiting for? Just go ahead and do it right now. And if you haven't yet, join our community on social media. You can find us on Instagram at The Urban Christian Woman, Facebook, The Urban Christian Woman, and on our website, which is theurbanchristianwoman.com. Miss Donna, I mean, you just graciously uh, discipled women as to the practice of how, of how to practice stillness and hearing the voice of God, you know, and I think um, one of the things that what you're saying, you know, just backing up um, to some of what you said was talking about how like our culture, our society, this world seeks to dehumanize us through the pushing down. And, you know, we are a ministry that focuses on discipleship and Bible literacy. And so when I was thinking about, even as you were saying that, one of the things that came to my mind is God is creator. He created us and gave us dignity through Mm -hmm. our humanity. And so anytime we are seeking to uh, go into the patterns and these forms of pushing down through the dehumanization of busyness, through the dehumanization of our thoughts, through the dehumanization, those are actually real aspects of the adversary, the enemy Mm -hmm. who is seeking to keep us from the presence of being with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so I love how you are inviting us towards this practically um, for for women in the space of to stop, to relinquish, and to to recognize how we're feeling, to find that space, make it a consistent space to to set that timer, begin to start a journey, even if it's, I know when I first started silence. And, and uh, I told Leah, I was like, Leah, I just got to start with one minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it was yes. so crazy. I was like, Leah, in one minute, I'm just straight. <laughs> yes. But yes. seriously, setting the timer, like I went from one minute to five minutes and now I'm, you know, at a space where I can just be still. I delight in that space, actually, like, you know, um, try to continuously, I seek to continuously order it into my day and a part of my life because I found that I actually um, find it more, um, I find myself more prone towards my own uh, self-sufficiency and dependence Mm -hmm. uh, if I am not with the Lord Mm -hmm. and being able to hear how he is directing my mind, my emotions, and my will, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, these three practical tools of find a space, set that timer for a length of time, and in moments where your thoughts wander 
and you need to be redirected. Say, here I am, Jesus. Here I am, Lord. I think that's so practical and tangible for us as women um, today. And so I'm really grateful um, for that. If if you were to, I, I feel like you've already answered our question of how would you disciple a woman um, in the practice of stillness and caring for her soul and hearing the voice of God? If we have someone who is challenged to say, like, I don't really know if that's the voice of God or if that's myself, I would love for you to sort of answer that. How do we Mm -hmm. discern between our voice and the voice of God? I feel like that's the last tangible, practical question that we have for women on the podcast today. Well, one one very practical and easy way to discern is um, the word of God is always the the bottom line. And, mm-hmm. you know, anything that you hear, um, you, you have to hold it up to the light of scripture, the, the Bible above and below <laughs> what whatever you're mm-hmm. you're hearing because if it doesn't line up with the word of god and also um having a trusted uh friend or mentor who can hear what what you think god may be saying to you um and then there's something in there it's like wanting to be in control. Um, it's something about trusting God. And I always um, go back to like trusting God is like our faith is you are on this cliff and you're trusting God and you jump with the bungee cord on you. And God is the bungee cord and there's a space between trusting God with what you're asking and then feeling him um, mm-hmm. answer your prayer, whether it be yes or no or wait. There's a space in between like you're free falling mm-hmm. and it's it's a space where we don't like to be there, but there's 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 a there's something about waiting that our culture says, don't wait. You have to have the answer right now. Mm-hmm. You have to, you know, and we can jump ahead of of God before we're really sure that um, it's him and and not our own not our own selves. I think um, when I'm in that space and I'm not sure, I always wait or i i I get um, I get counseling from a um, spiritual mentor or trusted 
spiritual friend who can pray with me to discern whether this is this is me or this is this is God. And also um God has said that if we reach out to him, uh he will he will answer. The problem is that we it's like you can't control God and can't put God in a box. Mm-hmm. Um and and decide, okay, if he doesn't answer this way, then you know, or he doesn't answer in this amount of time, um, you know, we don't know what to do. I don't mm. think I don't know if I answered the question. Um, yeah, you did well enough. Yeah, there's so much relatable in what you said, and I think. What was stirring in my heart, even as you were talking, is um, how important it is to know God through his word and to know that he's trustworthy, mm-hmm. right? So that when we're waiting, we know that that free fall is not going to end in our crash, right? Yeah. But that he will, he will catch us. He will hold us. He will respond. Yeah. Um, and his word does and, not contradict itself, you yeah. know, you know, God's word does not contradict itself. And so I, her exhortation towards going back to the word as the, as the foundation is saying, like, it's true, you know? Well, and, and the value of waiting too is what really stuck out to me, Miss Donna. Like, because I, even as you were talking, I was thinking of, uh, we were all singing that song a couple years ago. I'm going to wait on you. You right, know, like, right, wait right. on the Lord, wait on the Lord. <laughs> we sing it, right? right? But then when we walk away from singing, are we actually practicing it? That was how I felt. Girl, that's exactly what was in my head too. Can I was like, mm-hmm, that's a whole song. So I'm going to yeah. sing it, but am I going to practice it? Am I yeah. going to really live it out? Am I mm-hmm. going to wait on the Lord and know yeah. that... His he is trustworthy. He is faithful, and his care for me is so good that he does want to. He does want to show himself, yeah, and respond. And so, can I wait and trust in him, in mm-hmm. who he is? But yeah. but but that so much is rooted in knowing who he is and knowing his faithfulness through his word. So you're spot on, and what your encouragements have been, yeah, flooding over me even even as we talk on today on today. Okay. <laughs> On today, Miss Donna, and even uh, going to the Word and saying, "Okay, I need this. Need this answer, Lord." Like being honest, like you're not you're not answering fast enough. I need this, and just taking a portion of Scripture and reading through it and listening to what sticks out to you, Mm -hmm. and asking God, "Okay, what does that mean?" God is going to answer you. Mm-hmm. That is, yeah, that's that's a good reminder. A lot of what you're talking to us about, even as you were saying earlier, is training us for the practice of stillness and hearing God's voice. And it's and it's practice. I think of I've recently started back um a ballet class, right? Y'all, I'm old, but I'm but I'm oh. but I'm gonna do it. But this is what it made me think of is because ballet is beautiful, but like when you're actually practicing, you're sweating. Like it's hard work. Like you're sweating, your muscles hurt. But the point of it is to create something beautiful. 
And so even to what you're saying of like the training in the moment is going, you're going to feel that tension. You're going to feel that tension of, oh, my phone buzzed. I really want to see who it is, you know, or, or, you know, my, the task list is flowing. Like I really want to turn to that instead. Yeah. The training will feel like tension, but what actually it's creating is something beautiful because when we get to be with God and hear his voice, like you said, that's the most dignifying uh, experience and fulfilling experience that we can have because it's what we were created for. Mm-hmm. So feeling that tension for the sake of something that's beautiful is is a worthy practice. It's a worthy training. It's a worthy work. Uh, yeah, so your and, encouragement to us has been good. Yeah. And the promise of, I think about the scripture to Leah, wait on the Lord and he will renew your strength. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, even as you're saying that and bringing in this, you know, ballet analogy, I think about the practice of just waiting, what what Miss Donna is saying about waiting. Uh, the Lord knows that it's difficult and mm-hmm. that's why he gives us the promise behind the instruction. Come on now. Right? Now we're about to have church. <laughs> the promise behind the instruction is that he will he renew will. your strength. Yes. He, he does renew, it. He does it. Um, and so it goes back to stillness and hearing the voice of God is an acknowledgement of we are not dependent upon ourselves, mm-hmm. nor the things that we can contrive or the things that we can accomplish, but we are dependent on the one who created us and made us and called us and formed us and has given us that purpose, that vision and that calling. Mm-hmm. And so, Miss yeah. Donna, will you pray for us around those very things? Yes, yes. Lord, um, you're so good. And no matter what we are or no matter what we aren't, you've already called us and you work with us. And you say that um, if we seek you, um, you'll find, we'll find you. When we seek with you with all our heart, you will be found. And so I ask for the ladies listening today, everybody who's listening today, that that as they encounter you, as we encounter you, Lord, may we be transformed. Be transformed in our thinking, be transformed um, in our actions, be transformed through our words be transformed into the image of you um, in this world. I I ask for your blessing, Lord, on everyone um, listening to this podcast today and for your continued um, mercy and grace upon each life. Speak um, to each of us, Lord, what we need to hear. It's in your holy name I pray. Amen. 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 Have a blessed day, ladies. Mm-hmm.